Welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Women's Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Dull. And tonight we've got, we had two games in the WNBA spread out a little bit. The LA Sparks got a win in New York. And as we, as we record this, the, the Lynx and the Storm have not tipped yet. But on the line to talk about that first game and, and the Sparks in general, how things are going so far in the season for them, we've got Miriam Swanson. Miriam, how are you doing today? I'm really well. How are you doing, Ben? I'm good. How'd you? Well, so take me through. What was what was the setup for you this morning with that with that early West Coast tip? <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I was here back in LA and watch watching uh, the team play in New York. Um, and uh, yeah, I, everyone on Twitter seemed a little tired, but um, <laughs> I got my kids to school and I came back and I watched a basketball game. So I no complaints for me. Like I got got the basketball out of the way and got the rest of my day. So it's okay. Yeah, there you go. That's a fun. Yeah. It's a, it was different. Yeah, it was. It was a little bit like getting up early for a World Cup match. Yeah, I saw you. This yeah, happened in America. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was. That was a, I saw that. That was. A, I'm not a soccer person at all, but that. Uh, yeah. I saw you point that out this morning. So the yeah. the Sparks did. They do pick up that win. They kind of kind of had to eke it out late a little bit, but that's kind of uh-huh. what kind of the expectation early on. So I guess just very open ended. Just kind of what were the or the what was the biggest thing that stood out to you in the game today. Uh, well, I mean, Chelsea Gray, obviously, right? Yeah. You know, um, career high, 29 points, but just, I mean, like, what a baller she is. Um, she got a five, her, how many, well, she had a milestone for assists as well, um, but the 29 points and just coming through super clutch at the end. I mean, they were like, um, fell behind a little bit there early in the fourth quarter, and Chelsea had, like, made all, like, in the last few seconds, she made all their free throws, and then they went on a, like, 13 to four-ish run, I think it was, and... And she either scored 11 of those points and then had an assist on the other one. And it's just, I mean, when Chelsea gets going, I don't know. There's not many who are better than her in the in the league, I would think. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, I mean, like, the third quarter was strange. Maybe it was, like, just the time, but, like, they're, like just, it seemed like they kind of got mired in this little string of just sloppy play. And then yeah. New York had built a five-point lead, and but then yeah. coming... And then Chelsea hit two big threes in that in that yep. fourth quarter, yep. among among some other things that kind of galvanized them a little bit there. But I think you know, I, I've kind of gotten the sense in my approach to these early games as they play without Candace Parker yeah. and, and Elena Beard and 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 now Vadiva. But I mean, especially mm-hmm. without Candace, the way I've kind of approached it was I think the interesting thing is just kind of to see how well they're able to set Chelsea up to just carry mm-hmm. them when they get to these pointing games, you know? So I think today uh-huh. is kind of just like, you know, you could say like, oh, should they have beaten this Liberty team by more? Sure. But like, they're still figuring stuff out. And this kind of seems like, you know, you should like, this is, you can be happy with this knowing that you just have to get to this point in the game and that you can count on Chelsea Gray to carry you home in some of these. For sure. I definitely think so. I mean, I think I, I, I mean, obviously the Liberty, I, <laughs> I feel bad for the Liberty, but um, obviously they're, they're, they're struggling and have been struggling, but, um, you know, I, I think this is still a really good win for the Sparks. I mean, A, they're without everyone you mentioned, um, and, I mean, I'm sorry, they're playing at 8 a.m. for them <laughs> on the East right. Coast, and, you know, I mean, like, NBA teams, like, the second half of a back-to-back, you know, that's kind of like, you know, nobody tries to lose those games, but if you lose those games, you kind of go, okay, that's life, right? Like, you're human beings, and, and if you're going to lose a game, the second, you know, second end of a back-to-back is... is often when it's going to happen and it kind of felt like that like if you're going to look at their schedule and you go you know <laughs> if you're going to drop an 8 a.m game on the east coast like it kind of makes sense you know and plus with people out and still figuring out what the heck they're doing 
Um, so yeah, so for them to be in a position where Chelsea could kind of do what Chelsea does, um, I think that that's a real good sign for the Sparks. And I wanted to and and kind of getting back to the to the beginning. What what do you make of of the lineup changes we've seen just in the first couple games here to where? Obviously, they started with Tierra Ruffin Pratt and Elena Beard, mm-hmm. and now Beard isn't playing. Now and then, in, in night two, they went to Sydney Weiss and Alexis Jones, and then mm-hmm. today they go back to Weiss with Ruffin Pratt. Just what have you mm-hmm. made of of those kind of shuffling deck chairs? Kind of kind of putting the Beard injury aside, knowing that you know she'll she'll be there when she gets back. For sure, yeah. Um, I mean. I- I guess, but after game, after they lost their, their opener um, against Vegas, there, there was a lot of folks who were who seemed to really kind of, you know, lots of consternation about Derek Fisher's lineups. But I really feel like he's sort of just figuring it out still. I mean, Chelsea had only been there for a few days, hadn't played in a game with them. Kalani hadn't played a game yet. Elena hadn't played a game yet, you know, so... And he really only knows these people for a couple weeks as, as players, so I think he was... He, and is still sort of figuring out um, what his rotation is going to be. Um, and then, of course, Candace is out, and Elena's out, and Maria, who seems like she's going to be a big part of this, is out for a while. Um, so, it's, you know, it, it feels very much in flux. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, um, but I think the fact that Sydney's gotten a couple starts is really interesting. I mean, Fisher, um, like, uh, Brady has said, and, and I agree with him, that there's, there are elements of Sydney's game that sort of remind you of Derek Fisher, and um, sort of like her, just just her spirit about things, and sort of her her, her smarts out there, um, and just so it, it's sort of interesting to see, you know, like she she was on the bubble as far as it seemed like she would be on the bubble as far as making the team, and she's gone from that to being a starter. Um, and she today, I think she looked more comfortable than she looked the, the last game, um, and I think she only looked more comfortable going forward. So I, I'm really interested to see how she develops with this opportunity. Yeah, and what have you what have you gotten? I don't know, just from maybe from talking to Sydney herself, or just from Fisher, or just some of the other members of the team. I mean, is is there something to, you know, Weiss was always going to hit shots, but is there something mm-hmm. to just the fact that she has had to kind of bide her time to kind of wait for an opportunity and just, or you know, maybe some stuff she's taken from overseas or what what, what it might be. But what do you kind of, you know, have you kind of been able to get a grasp on what you think maybe has kind of prepared her for this and maybe given her some extra yeah, confidence? I, I think you sort of touched on it, um, kind of mentioning sort of just like her appreciating this opportunity. I mean, that's kind of what she, she says over and over again. Like, I'm not taking this for granted. I'm not taking this for granted. Um, and, and I think she really isn't. And I mean, I don't think that she would anyway, but it sort of she really does realize, you know, like how valuable this, this moment is for her and her career. Um, and so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what she can do with the opportunity. Um, but today, obviously, she had a couple nice, you know, she came right out the gates and uh, buried a couple threes, and um, we'll see if she can keep that up. Yeah, and the 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 shooting and and spacing, it's it's gonna it's mm-hmm. already been brought up plenty with this team, and and like it's very real. It's just like you know, I, I mean, obviously, I'm, obviously, I'm not with the team every day, and I don't know, you know, if they are kind of annoyed with it, but it's like you know what, sorry, like it's it's gonna be a thing, but. You know, Weiss being out there, like the Connecticut game when they also had Alexis Jones, it's just like mm-hmm. it, like it just helps. Like there were plays in the Connecticut game For where, sure. you know, where it's like somebody gaps off to get ready to help on on a Chelsea driving, but then it, mm-hmm. that's just a bullet pass to Alexis Jones, and like we'll see like how good 
like those players are going to be on those shots but like it is like but even them being out there like you right. say yeah it helps spread spread the floor and, and I mean the, the Sparks have such great post slash forwards that um, yeah it gives them a lot more room to operate and yeah could really make a big difference yeah and, and again this was also something from the Connecticut game but we kind of saw it today because Neko Gumake struggled from the field two for 14 but mm-hmm. um and like the Connecticut game, she had that huge three late from the corner, and mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. but then also in this New York game, she was just like when she's just standing out there more. Like another thing with Neka is like she had a drive on Tina Charles where she's just like shot out of a cannon and she got straight mm-hmm. to the rim. So like her from like those spots too, I think is just like a really interesting thing because I think because I think the thing with Neka too, it's never really been like I don't think anyone really questions whether she can shoot. It's just more of a thing where she hasn't really shot him very much. Mm. Yeah, well, I think she can. So yeah, let's let's see it, Nick. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's such a versatile player. Like today, you know, I mean, what two for fourteen and still plus thirteen, you know, in the box score. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't, she's yeah. <laughs> to your point, though. But as far as yeah, the the more she becomes a shooting threat, the better it is for everybody. Then I think yeah, and I guess I mean she has the freedom to do that. Looks like. And you you had a line uh, in one of your recent pieces, kind of about just the fact that Neca and Cheney are going to have to play so much together because Vadiva is now gone, and Candace Parker still isn't back, and mm-hmm. you know that's that's going to be kind of going to be par for the course. I I thought today was like a pretty interesting game for Kalani Brown. Like I thought she had some nice moments because I think you mm-hmm. it, seeing it play out. It's just I think I mean there are going to be teams where it's just like they have no idea what to do with her because she's just so much bigger than them and it, she can get position inside and, and, and get some get some deep post touches. Yeah, I mean, she had some moments there where she sort of, like, made made room and, and you know, got the room that she wanted. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Like, I think she's learning what Fisher wants still and it's, like, this is, like, a faster game and a, and a new system and a new teammates and, and all that stuff. And, um, and... And and she's playing against girls who are bigger than she's used to. I mean, <laughs> I mean, obviously she she still is, is you know has the size to her advantage. But I mean, there's the girls in the WNBA are obviously bigger than they are in college. So um, I mean, I think that's all going to be an adjustment. So it's I think it's going to be fun to kind of watch her evolution over the year. I think like today from a couple of days ago, she you see the progress already. So um, I mean. But, but I think it is going to be a process, right? Like it is for every rookie. Yeah, and it's and and it is a nice like it's just it's nice that they were able to build their roster like this to where mm. it, it's you know I think I think Kalani has shown enough where it's I think there are some reasons to be excited that she has to play now because I think it's you know uh-huh. it's all things considered it's you know when that's the player that you have to thrust into more minutes you're in a pretty good spot and I think that's absolutely you know it, it was funny how how this all started where. You know, the second she was came off the clock and the Sparks picked her, it was like, oh, like she's a chip in the Cambage trade. And maybe that was a hope for them, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just also, it's just like at that spot in the draft, like this was this was a really good pick for them. And this is a player that they don't, that's a little bit different as as, as deep and talented as their front court is. This is somebody that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. She kind of gives them their, like a real true, true center. Um and yeah, and to your point though, like not having Candace and not having Maria right now is going to give her like an opportunity to, you know, the more playing time she gets and the, the more she sees of the WBA thing, the, the better she's going to get. 
and I mean, and she has such a great spirit about her, and like she's, you know, she's gonna have fun out there, and she's gonna make it fun. So, um, I, yeah, I'm so excited to see where Kalani Bryan is a few months from now. And and, and now the Sparks get ready to, uh, they're they're staying on the road here, and they're getting ready to play Connecticut again, who they just had. So, right. I guess first, just to like kind of look back, like that was. Yeah, you know, like a big moment for them just to get a, a win right away and to, to do it at home. And mm-hmm. I, gu- I guess, what did you take from that one? Kind of combined with maybe just what what are you interested to see playing out? Given that these teams just played each other a couple of days ago. Well, it, like it wasn't the prettiest game, um, but uh, you know, uh, Chene like really <laughs> she she had a good time going against her old her old mates, right. um, and. It was, you know, she had a big game and some great, great and some big shots. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see, you know, how they match up again. Like if it's what adjustments the, the different teams make and what, you know, Fisher's still limited with with his personnel. Um, I wonder if Ashley Walker plays in that game. Um, she's obviously they brought her back for, to fill in since they're missing so many people. Um, so we'll see if they use her against Connecticut because um, there were there were moments against Connecticut the other night where it was kind of like ah, I wonder if Ashley Walker could help here <laughs> yeah. so yeah, maybe we'll find out um, well, and, and, yeah. and why don't you just for people that haven't followed it can you just kind of so set, set that, the table that, for yeah, people on why the, so she she was um, one of the final cuts the Sparks made this year she's a, she's a forward she's out of Cal she kind of did everything for the Bears and like finished with all kinds of program records going out of there um, and she got drafted. I forget which team drafted her, but she played short spurts on like three different WNBA teams. But for the most part, has played for a decade abroad and been a you know a solid professional basketball player. Um, she came to camp with the Sparks, and she was their second leading scorer during the preseason. Um, like every time she got in, she was just buckets. Um, just kind of really, could, you could tell she knew what she was doing out there. But you know, she's a forward, and the Sparks kind of have a few of those. Um, and obviously the Sparks really like Marina Mavery, and they really like, uh, uh, Sydney, clearly, since she's starting now. Um, so, you know, it's, WBA is tough. Um, so she got, uh, cut at the last second. Um, but then in the last, because, because the Sparks, as I understand it, because the Sparks are under, or have fewer than 10 players, they're at nine right now, or they were at nine, uh, they're able to apply for a hardship and add, um, Ashley back to the roster until they're back to 10 um, and then I don't know what they're going to do um, but anyway so she was there today she didn't get any playing time but it would be interesting it, it will be interesting to see if she gets a chance in the next uh, few days yeah and this is basically the kind of the mechanism that that brought Carly Samuelson to them at this point mm-hmm. last season um, which they were able to utilize so it, it, I I, I'm fascinated just to see like how Connecticut's crowd reacts to Cheney being there, you know, because oh, obviously yeah. Yeah. there were some things written and online. How, how some, do you some... think? Like, what what do you think their reaction will be? I, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's so it's such a crapshoot to just like evaluate off of what like some Twitter chatter was, you know, because we mm-hmm. always tend to mm-hmm. just blow that out of proportion. I mean, I, I imagine there might be some booze and a little frustration, and and you know, for good reason. Like, it just it stinks as a fan if you lose a if you you know feel like you were forced to lose a you know quality player mm-hmm. um so it yeah i mean it's and also but like and 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 
but by the way, like that doesn't have to be a bad thing too. You know, like if there's a All little right. if there's a little bit of juice there, like hey, like that's a like you can lean into that and maybe that like drums up excitement when these two teams play each other and that's that's you know, in in you know, in within reason, like that's something that would be good for for the league to have stuff like that. So. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Having people, passionate people, care is is never a bad thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I could see it. Yeah, I could I could see Janae having a you know a positive reaction probably on the court to it. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> I guess we'll find out, won't we? And what was yeah. was what was crazy to me is when they played in L.A. There was a moment. There was. There was the flagrant foul on a, mm-hmm. on John Quill Jones, but then at some point, pretty close after that, it just cracked me up. Like, I think it was Cheney who had the ball, and then Alyssa Thomas, like somehow there's like a foul, and and Thomas fell, and then Cheney mm-hmm. like almost fell, and it cracked me up. Like the referees like reacted to that, like Alyssa mm-hmm. Thomas fell falling down after she committed a foul. They reacted to that like they were about to fight. Like the, I mean, the refs are clearly like cognizant of this too, yeah, which I, yeah. I thought was just, I thought that was just funny that like, yeah, like I, like I, I'm, I, I don't, was kind of watching for it, and to be honest, like I saw more like, I mean, and I don't know, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't watching 100 percent only that, but like right. I saw a whole lot of like kind of smiles and joking between Chanae and, and her former teammates. So, you know, I, I don't know, it, it didn't seem like anybody was about to get in a fight. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm. Uh, but I don't think anyone listening to this will be would be surprised at the idea of the refs maybe overreacting yeah. a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, she, yeah, she and Nick seem to be having a good time together. So you know. Yeah, I mean, this was that's unfor- unfortunate for Connecticut. But yeah. as as a reporter covering the Sparks, like I, I thank Connecticut for sending Chanae this way because she is like. She's a great basketball player, but she's probably a better quote. So, <laughs> like, she's yeah, she's a great talker. So, I appreciate having her in LA. Yeah, no doubt. And it's yeah, I mean, it, it is funny. Like, I I think one of them said something to the effect of that, you know, like they hope they stop get asking about it. And I was mm-hmm. I just I was just like, you've got to be joking, right? Like, you you, you want people to not ask you. <laughs> well, about I think this? Neca like Neca started their uh, yeah like a media day, so they they put them on the podium together, and Neca started. Uh, the proceedings by saying like okay i'm only going to answer this question once so you know <laughs> um and i don't know if she I, I it was kind of in jest um but but maybe halfway you know like half joking <laughs> yeah. i'm already tired of thinking, you know tired of talking about being with my sister but it was funny like that um that media day it was it was so funny to watch Sinead kind of defer to NECA and how every question that was asked like NECA spoke first and in her very states one you know, she's very much a stateswoman in a very measured way, kind right. of like answer the question, like as Neca does, and, and gives a great, you know, insightful answer. You could just see Chanae like chomping at the bit, like wanting to talk, like having <laughs> things to say. Like, but she would always wait until Neca was done. As soon as Neca was done, she's like, oh, okay, let me, tell, let me tell you what I think. <laughs> and it was just, but you could just tell like how much respect Chanae has for, for Neca. Or like during the Connecticut, you know, and like little things, right? Like during the Connecticut game, there was a play. I think Chanae may have been called for a foul and she, she was frustrated and Neca kind of touches her on the arm and like looks at her and says it's okay and like but not like it's okay like it's your teammate telling you it's okay it's like it's your big sister being like you know relax <laughs> okay. yeah. and it's just you know so I yeah I look forward to kind of seeing their dynamic play out throughout the year and, and and this this Connecticut game, I think it's also exciting just because I think there might be a little more flow to this one because mm-hmm. for one, teams are, yeah, yeah. Well, it was it, it was. I'm sure you have this too, where like there's if you like 
if you kind of like see a little bit of reaction to a game, but you like you're not going to sit down and watch it until later. You know, uh-huh. I like I kind of read, you know, that like oh, it was like a real, it was kind of turned into a slugfest, and then they uh-huh. like they you know they were like take they just like neither team looked like they wanted to score at the end, so I turn it on. Uh-huh. And John Cole Jones like scores like three of the easiest buckets of her career at the oh, end of the totally. game. Yeah. I was like, I was like, how? Yeah, that was a, yeah, it was like there was a real ebb and flow to that one. Yeah, and then also Alyssa Thomas, like she took that hip check and, and like my my heart skipped a beat. I was like, oh no, is this mm. another shoulder thing with her? And mm. it seemed it, they called it a hip contusion, and she played obviously their next game in Vegas. So obviously with her with her going full bore, they're actually kind of like their full team because the, the end of that game too it was, was kind of weird she just wasn't herself and she looked like she didn't even want to like set a screen which is like so much for a game she was just kind of standing uh, around so yeah yeah which is sort of understandable with the hip thing, right but um yeah no it would be very interesting i mean i think yeah I, I i wonder how much do you think connecticut has an advantage i mean today played really well against them obviously a couple nights ago or four whatever friday um but do you like? Do they have an advantage going against her, knowing her so well? I, I would tend to think so. You know, like I, there was a play that I kind of highlighted where, where Bree Jones, you know, Connecticut's backup center, who's played so sparingly in her career, but Chenae had a shot. I think it was late first quarter, where she starts towards the middle, and you know she's setting up her her step through move, and Jones was just like sat, she was like so ready for it, and she just sat on it. And Shanae went to it, and she just like stepped into. She just like ran right into her body because she knew mm-hmm. to close mm-hmm. down that space. And Shanae ended up making a tough shot, but you know it was. I thought that play was kind of indicative. Like okay, like mm-hmm. you know the backup, the backup center like knows like exactly what to look for. So and she actually played it out. So I think to a degree, but you know we'll see because also just. Janae's a little further down the rung too. You know, it's 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 gonna go through Chelsea first and maybe even mm-hmm. in NECA. So, so we'll we'll see. But it, like I said, like like if the crowd element like really adds something, I think that's when it would get get really fun and maybe she starts to lean into it a little bit. Yeah, I could see it. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, <laughs> I could see it though. Yeah, and and since we're still so early here, I wanted to hit on a couple of the younger players to kind of get your mm-hmm. your read and what you've seen from them. But also one more. Uh, one bit of news uh, with with Raquana Williams, she actually shot 0 for five today on some some pretty good looks off the bench. But mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. just kind of another per- player, if you could kind of share the update with people with with, uh, with what'll be going on with her on uh, on the sixth. So yeah, I, I mean I don't know more than what I've been reading. I haven't really talked much about it with them. But um, yeah, I know she has a she has a hearing. Um, she's uh, her assault charges. She has She's been. Sorry, it, there was an incident in December um, with an ex-girlfriend, and uh, she was charged with assault and robbery. I think it was. And um, I don't know. There, she's pleaded. She has pled not guilty, and so they have a hearing uh, on the same day that the Sparks play Connecticut. So I don't expect she won't be at the Connecticut game. Yeah, and 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 you brought up Ashley Walker earlier, so obviously just uh-huh. like the practical right. basketball part of this, you know, those could be minutes that just go directly to her, and then the kind of the zooming out part of it, you know, like Michelle Vopel, uh-huh. uh, Sarah Spain had her on her show recently, and and she kind of asked her about this, and I thought it was interesting that you know Michelle brought up that like this will be it because of like the interesting timing with with 
Kathy Engelbert kind of stepping officially mm-hmm. stepping in as commissioner. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and you know, it like how you know how is how is it going to be addressed? How like is there going to be a punishment? How are they? You know, what's the language they're going to use to talk about this? It's 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 all interesting how it's going to play out just because of the various sure. timing things with this. Because like you said, you know, this dates back to December, but then it didn't come out till well into the spring and then the team re-signed her and then you know the season just kind of started yeah yeah i'm uh you know i mean we'll see what happens with the hearing in a couple days and then you know (laughs) and what the league does and you know what people's reaction to it is i mean rapana seems i mean the, the sparks seem cool with having her there so i yeah i don't know well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any more than that when what everybody's reported so far. Yeah, and 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 the kind of go ahead. No, go ahead. And I just, I mean, I I didn't have anything more on that. It just, you know, it's it it's, is an interesting situation. I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The Julio Urias for the Dodgers was um, suspended while he was investigated for. Uh, it, it, I mean. It, Different, obviously a different incident, but for domestic abuse uh, allegations, and then which which now he isn't facing anymore, so he's back playing. But um, you know, there there was a time where he wasn't playing while they were looking into it. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know, if, but it's a you know, every situation is different. So I don't know, you know, it's up to the team and the league, and yeah, and I guess that's it. Yeah, and we'll we'll see what uh. We'll see what happens with that hearing and, and what information comes out of that. But I wanted to close on just kind of the two two more names to just see if just see you know what you've what you've noticed talking to him or just what you've noticed in the early games or maybe what the teammates have said about him. But two of the other younger players we've hit on a little bit, just uh, Alexis Jones and Marina Mabry. If anything's kind of stood out with those two names early on for you. <laughs> so Mabry's a lot of fun. Like she's. <laughs> She's like, yeah, um, she's so, I lived in Jersey for like five months of my life and, and she's, she's very Jersey, um, <laughs> from what I remember. And she just kind of, she just, she's there and she doesn't care and she's going to go do her thing and, um, she, you know, she plays quite fearlessly and is, uh, you know, like you, uh, even, even if she doesn't, isn't actually fearless out there, she'll tell you, no, I was lost and, but, but I don't know. She kind of goes, and she's a baller, and she's ready to she's ready to shoot, and she's ready to contribute. And I see why they kept her around for sure, because she's such a she she is no joke, no joke, a competitor. Um, and then Alexis, like today, Alexis had ten points and looked really good. Um, yep. And they need her because their backcourt is not, you know, as stacked as their frontcourt. Um, so they're going to need more from from her, and she's one of like four lefties on the team, I think. Who I was counting the other day. And five if you count Fisher, right? But um, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, it's good, it was good to see her. Kind of, she was really kind of got aggressive. Was aggressive today, and uh, that was good to see. So I'm, I, you know, she's quick and I think she can she can be a contributor for sure. So we'll see, we'll see what she does. Yeah, and and like I said off the top, you know, the kind of those younger players, I think are just, I think those are, you know, if people are kind of just casually following the sparks and aren't really sure what to make at the beginning of the season uh-huh. i think i think those just all their young players in general are just are really fascinating to watch because even when candace gets back obviously they're going to need some of them 
to give them something and and it's this is kind of important important time of year to see what they can do from that aspect absolutely yeah and um yeah, it's it, it's kind of fun though. To see uh, Marina and Kalani out there together with the Baylor Notre Dame thing from a few months ago, or a couple months ago, less than a couple months ago. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We've got some <laughs> national championship contender or participants in, in the building, so it's fun. Yeah. So, to everybody listening, be sure to go follow what Miriam's doing covering the Sparks uh, for the Southern California News Group. You can go read her on the OC Register. Follow her on Twitter at Miriam Swanson. Do you have anything anything to p- plug coming up? You got something in the works that you can tease, or just any any other things to let people know about in terms of your work? Just <laughs> just, just trying to keep up with the team um, and, and and the Clippers at, at the same time. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm all Sparks and all Clippers, and uh, well, uh, yeah, that's what my Twitter feed will be. So yeah, I guess I guess the next month, <laughs> <Be warned>. might, <laughs> I guess it's following the covering the Clippers the next month might get pretty crazy for you from that it might get too. interesting yeah it might yeah. get interesting but, but the Sparks are interesting at the same time so it's it's all good I mean I'm having, having a blast yeah even and like I know a lot there's a lot going on even during the finals you know where mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard's buying a house and that stuff too so My goodness, yes. I'm sure that's <laughs> a lot to juggle but we yeah yeah speaking as someone who tries to keep up on everything the Sparks are doing and who was around the team a lot last couple of years mm-hmm. is, I appreciate following your coverage and what you what you bring to the beat, and it's even from afar. It's it's uh it's as I as I said before we started, I miss miss the little LA contingent and being out there. But it's it's fun to it's fun to know that you and a couple of other people out there really help people keep up to date with what's going on with the team. Yeah, no, it's a blast. It's uh it's, it's really really a joy for me to get to cover these ladies, and uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, it's my first year covering them, so I'm getting to know everybody, and they're kind of new anyway, so uh, it's just going to be a fun experience, and I'm, I'm having a blast so far. And I definitely look forward to bringing you on again for these types of episodes to kind of hit on the big games, and hopefully hopefully we'll get to one soon where the Sparks are at full strength and, and they have everybody actually on the court, because then that's when it'll uh, it'll really get fun. But until then, keep up with Miriam's coverage and support this, this beat coverage that people like Miriam are doing, and... And Miriam, we'll look forward to next time. Thanks for coming on. All right, that's a deal.